0: everyone hope you're well and welcome back to another episode of the impossible until possible podcast with myself ryan luke and today i want to talk about the mental side of of business i think it's really important and i think a lot of people talk about strategy and you know how to win deals how to systemize businesses but this entrepreneurial life is definitely a huge roller coaster up and down, and if you're not mentally prepared for it, you know no matter how much success you're having, um, there will always be down times, and it's 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 often quite hard to go from success down to down, and then obviously back up, and the peaks and troughs really play on you know your emotions. So uh, I want to dive into that today, and I think it will resonate with a lot of people. Um, I know some people still. You know don't see the mental thing as, as an important uh, factor within business and life but you know it is um, something that i've worked on uh, tirelessly um, for, for many years now and i think it's a really important piece of the puzzle so before we dive in as always don't forget that this episode is sponsored by iPrac and the Luke's Days Academy. If you haven't checked those out, jump into the show notes and they are there. And I'd also like to thank everyone that does download the podcast on a weekly basis. I was looking at the statistics the other day, and each and every week we're growing bigger and bigger. So thank you very much. Um please continue to share. And if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe because it does help help us, you know, reach more people. So um So let's dive in so i think as you as you start your entrepreneurial journey in this service accommodation industry um at first it's it's pretty much about cash flow and creating an extra revenue stream and more than likely you're doing it around another job so you know you don't really give it the full attention um mentally that you need as a business owner and you know you've always probably got something to fall back on so the stress and everything else that bubbles around it isn't as great whereas as you leave your job and you go into a full time, the pressure amplifies because now it's just you, and if it, you know, doesn't go well, then ultimately, you know, where does that, you know, leave you? And and that's a lot of, a lot of reasons why a lot of people don't leave their jobs because they like that security and it's that comfy blanket. And it's also the reason why a lot of people don't actually create successful businesses because they don't ever, you know, realise their full potential because they can't mentally, you know, push themselves past that secure secure blanket and one thing i've found over the last sort of four years of you know scaling the business is the the pressure amplifies you know each and every year it amplifies and you know i always thought it would get a lot easier but you know i think as you get bigger and bigger obviously you're taking on you know more mortgage debt you're taking on more rental debt you're taking on you know employees who you're more responsible for and ultimately know that responsibility really becomes a pressure in itself to perform which is good in a way because it drives you to you know keep going even on the days that you don't want to do it and you know it just helps you strive you know forward each and every day but at the same time if you don't compartmentalize it and understand that it's part of the game and be able to kind of separate the anxiety and the stress of running a successful business or running any business, you know, it doesn't always have to be successful, you know, I guess, you know, when they're unsuccessful is probably when the stress is even bigger because, you know, that fear of failure or that actual, you know, things when things are failing, you know, it, it, it really, you know, goes against, you know, I made some bad decisions, um, you know, a few years ago and, you know, I've, I've lost money because of them and, you know, I don't mind saying that. I think as a property investor, anyone that says they don't lose money is, you know, flat out full of shit. So I think, um, you know, I made some bad decisions and, um, you know, lost a bit of money, but, you know, for me, the mental side of things, money can always be earned back. You know, I, I can't get time back, but I can get money back. And and if you've got a skill set, if you're entrepreneurial, if you, you know, if you've, being able to create money out of something before, there's a good chance you can create it again, um, you know, and that's very much kind of what I tell myself. But it's it's knowing that you can tell yourself that, and it's knowing that um, you can deliver on that. And I, I guess you've got to have confidence in yourself as well. You've got to be able to back yourself. You've got to be able to, um, you know, have the right sort of man management skills to be able to pull a team together, you know, when everyone's a bit demotivated because, you know, maybe you're getting a couple of bad reviews or, um, you know, maybe you've, you know, uh, made a bad decision and, or, you you know, there's various little things that can go wrong in a business at any time, and 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 you learn you learn so much from them. You know, I think one of my biggest mistakes was was buying a development. I um, had a a very decent asset building sort of strategy going on with brr i you know built a you know seven figure net worth portfolio very quickly by just repeating that process spinning one pot of money uh, you know started with three grand and then just kind of you know got that pot built up bought some properties re- refinanced you know did the brr refinance them and all of a sudden without even thinking about it you know i'd amassed you know a decent sized portfolio that was you know worth you know, a decent amount of money in. Um, and then I thought, okay, well, I'll just go into development and I'll, I'll spin that same model, but on a bigger scale and I'll learn more and, you know, and, and that backfired on me. You know, I, I, I bought a building and um, I didn't really know much about the planning processes. I didn't know much about um, anything really to do with development. It's a total different game and I don't mind admitting that. And, you know, knowing what I know now, I don't really want to know anything about it because that's not, it doesn't suit my strategy. My strategy is very much just get a unit, get it furnished get it cash flowing quickly you know i'm not into things for you know 18 month builds two-year builds to get some development profit at the end of it and some cash flow of it at the end of it you know i'd rather just go now go quick repeat the process over and over again i think my purchase model's changed i've gone from you know single residentials to multi-blocks but you know if we're buying you know five or six units at a, at a go then um you know that that still works because you know the the investments you know um, reasonable, and the cash flow returns great, and you can, you know, as long as you're buying the right buildings, then you know you can quickly turn them around. And I think I definitely learned a lot from that development mistake. It uh, cost me a lot of money. I mean, I spent probably seventy-five grand just in planning and surveys, and um, which I know is probably a fraction of what some developers will pay, um, but at the end of it all i'm not even going to probably build the development out in the end you know uh, things have changed and uh, circumstances have changed and um you know i I don't feel like i can give it enough time to you know project manage it or even just keep an eye on it for the next sort of you know two years that it would take to build that out plus why do i want to wait two more years to get some cash flow so for me it was like you know i need to i want cash flow now i'd rather just put that money into a ready-made building ready to go and um, I think, you know, I constantly kick myself because I think, you know, oh, what could I have done with that money? And, um, you know, how, how much further could I have grown? And, you know, it, it is a constant mental thing that plays on my mind is, you know, I made that mistake. But at the same time, you know, we learn from those mistakes. Like, what did that teach me? It really taught me that I had a great strategy. So why did I come away from it? It also taught me that I don't want to play a long game for development profit. My business is about cash flow from getting a unit set up, very simple sort of cos refurbishments and just getting them cash flowing quickly and by doing that I built a great business and I've got you know a great business now because of it so why do I want to deviate off and I think again it's, it's all in the mental thing I think you, you kind of you you want to try and push yourself and you want to try new things and I don't think there's any harm in that but in business I think if you've got something going that's great just do more of it, you know. Just keep repeating that process, just keep building it, you know, slowly or fast, whatever whatever speed you're going at. But if it works, just keep going at it time and time and time again. And, and eventually you'll probably end up, you know, where your end goal is. Whereas, you know, for me, I feel like that's set me back. You know, I feel like, okay, that money that I had built up. And then I had in cash, obviously, I dumped into this development, and now I I, I wasted that money. And what more could I have done? How many more units could I have done on the simple BRR strategy? And it it, it does frustrate me. And, um, you know, it took a while for me to process those losses. It took me a while to process... Um, the fact that it's stalled my growth, but I think you know eventually you have to come to terms with it because it all it does is cloud your judgment and it clouds your motivation more than anything, you know. And I think it's important to try and always stay positive. It's you know it's not easy. It's very easy to be negative on yourself, and um, you know I think it's it's really important to try and stay positive as much as you possibly can because the positivity feeds through your whole company, and that's one thing that I found is you know when I was dwelling on this project and going into the office you know a bit moody and a bit you know pissed off with life because i've made this bad decision that rubs off on the staff and then they might actually transpire that same attitude into guests or into you know owners or or whatever you know because that 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 sort of vibe is, is is not good for an office environment i think that's another thing you need to think about when you are you know building a business so um you know it's really important that you focus on Um, the mental side and that you understand that you are going to make mistakes but you know don't dwell on them Um, just accept them and then once you've processed it and once you've got a once you've learned from it and I think that's the key thing is you know analyze what, why you made the mistake how you went wrong and how you can move forward and as long as you do that then you will be successful as always if you have enjoyed the podcast please subscribe and I'll see you on the next episode